Yo, what it do, skin folk and can folk. Uh, welcome to the newbies and welcome back to the returning listeners, viewers, you know, whatever you may be, however you consume this, even if it's in braille, I know you feel it. You are in the right place. This is the Life Be Life and Podcast. I forgot in our last episode uh, for the dads, happy Father's Day. I hope y'all got more than socks, mugs, and tees. Um, and ties, of course, you know what I'm saying? We did an episode prior on that, you know what I'm saying? The standardized uh, Father's Day gifts, daddy's issues. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hopefully you took that episode and, you know, modified your list accordingly. <laughs> and of course, to all our skin folk, happy Juneteenth, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all actually celebrated the holiday. If y'all didn't, I hope y'all start starting next year, man. We sit there and, you know, we have fun on 4th of July and do cookouts and all that. Uh, but that's America's independence. Um, our, our Black America's independence is just as important. If not, it should be more so to you. Um, so, you know what I mean? If you ain't do nothing this June 19th, next June 19th, take the day off if they ain't give it to you. Request it all. Listen. If they gave it to you, make the most of it. Cook out, grill, you know what I'm saying? Family um, trip. No, family explode a history behind it or something. Absolutely. Make sure your family is aware of the importance of June 19th. With that said, we're gonna hop right into this episode. Team Jackson, what's happening? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For those of you who may be under a rock, there is uh there was one of those, you know, relationship gurus. Well, still is, I should say, running around here by the name of Derek Jackson. Uh, you know, big buff dude, uh, dark skin, women find him attractive. And he was known for, uh, I mean, I, I hear I hear that every now and then, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that part of what matters with him. Ah, but before you get to anything else, you got to do the intros, bro. That's a fact. I was going to circle around to it, but you know what? You're right. Let's kick that off first because I was corrected by the punctual by the attention to detail having the researcher herself the beautiful the wise the witty and of course the sharp overall Mimi the goddess hey guys and she is flanked by none other than your sometimes forgetful but definitely favorite fat freckle man your favorite coach's favorite coach the big dog himself Ooh. I'm saying Splash Charles, we in this building. What's up with it? <laughs> now we're going to get back to this topic. As I, like I said, back to this relationship group, Derek Jackson, who always had kind words for females. Every now and then he might criticize them, but even in a way where it still had love, but he had a thing about men. He was kicking men in the nuts to big women. Up. I don't have no better way to say it. Like on one hand, I get how the women initially viewed it. They felt like he was giving game about men and, you know, the, the games that men play and all the flawed men and the things that they do, right? But, you know, it was way too much sauce. And dudes were saying it for the longest. Like any guy that goes out of his way to talk that bad about dudes, that consistently is something up with it. Lo and behold, 
he would be found to be a cheater. And a serial uh, cheater at that. <laughs> oh, no. at that. Like oh, the levels geez. to which he was exposed was insane. Um, and his wife, unfortunately, who was being cheated on, unfortunately, uh, at some point he decided to make her part of his rebound campaign and initially um, going in front of cameras and holding her hand and doing these interviews. Wow, you could tell she didn't really want to be there. So um, it looked mm. really bad. It, it, it looked really bad for those of us who had common sense. It looked bad on him, but it also made you feel bad for her because here she is in this position has to deal with whatever you know, she had to deal with prior to the world finding out what she already knew. And now has to sit there and put on this brave face. But then he got caught cheating again. And she starts snapping off on this one particular clip that she had um, where she was talking about how, um, because they were talking about her appearance, which again is unfair, right? The woman was getting cheated on. And he brought her on camera and you want to talk about how homely she looks and how she has a bonnet on and, you know, so forth and so on. And it's like, y'all being out of pocket. And there was a lot of women doing that too, by the way. Um, I mean, we know the internet so, don't have no chill and Black people don't take anything seriously. The Black, black collective really is always on joke time. They don't give a hell what the situation is. They oh. are going to make jokes where there is not necessary to make jokes. I feel like it, it, it goes back to that saying, right? You you got to laugh to keep from crying because I'm sure I, I, in hindsight being 2020, I felt bad for her. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys. But yeah. And that's the thing about that's That's kind of the way that I understood, you know, if anybody took about it. But like I said, it was the roasting her and the talking down to her that I felt was completely unnecessary. Like I said, especially from a bunch of women who, you know, if they in those situations, they want sympathy, they want empathy, they want you to side with them. They, you know, if it's their girlfriend, they ready to go bust out cars and windows, you know what I mean? Flatten tires, you know, uh, cut up J's, whatever it is, you know That's what I'm saying? They, so, they gonna spin about that shit. They ready to ride out. All the way. And it's kind of like, well, what happened to the sisterhood? What happened to Sister Cole? But that's another conversation that I'm not going to throw into the middle yeah. of this. But it will come back up this episode, I'm going to tell you that. Um, all that to say that we only got her side at that. We didn't even get her side. We got, you know, what he threw her in front of the camera to do. And we got her having what turned out to be an angry rant in, in one clip where, you know, she's using scripture to tell you that you know, your children will be motherless and fatherless orphans and treated like vagabonds and all types of stuff. Like, it, to be fair, it was, it was pulled from the Bible. It was actually scripture, but I feel mm -hmm. as though, I feel as though it has everything to do with context. Like, baby, baby, come on now. Yeah. Come on now. I know you want to get your leg back because people were scared too much, but come on now. Oh. Yeah, she went off like you got to see another side of her. Absolutely. She Absolutely. she showed and given her rant, that's when I started to say there's more to this. 
but I didn't care to figure out what the more was. Right. But for her to right. go from sitting in front of that camera, holding his hand, being mum, didn't open her mouth, in no way, shape, or form had a follow-up or rebuttal, any type of commentary during that video. I said, wow, this, this, this is not the person that was sitting there that they've been ostracizing, who was quiet. I said, this, this somebody else. Uh, something else didn't happen. What's going on here? She was going in. Mm, both feet. You hear me? Ten toes down on uh, that rank. And she still low-key stands on it today. Um, uh, and is. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, we said she, so we're gonna put we gonna put a name out there and put some respect on her name, Mrs. Danea Jackson, the wife of Derek the Clown uh Jackson. Um and let me let me just get this out there because of course I know it was easy for people to dunk on him and you know, people be like, Oh man, couldn't wait to dunk on him knowing they be cheating and so forth and so on. It's and not even about men. that. It's people not even about men. they they were saying men, they were saying men. Me, okay. we, us men who were talking down, you know what I mean, about him. We weren't talking down about him. Like they thought we was talking down about him on some hate and stuff. Cause when I when he got exposed, I ain't gonna lie, I went to Facebook after I got out of Facebook jail and I said, <laughs> I want my apologies now. Right not now. After you got out of Facebook jail. I want <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I caught me a 30 piece. Or something I said about uh about about Ted Cruz. Um, I keep playing with Facebook. I'm trying to tell you that you won't send to me, buddy. And it's still fuck Ted Cruz. So um, it is. But yeah, I was like, I want my apologies now. Y'all was calling me a hater. Y'all was calling me jealous. Oh, I'm only talking down on him because I must have been a fuckboy in a past life or because he got the body I wish I had and so forth and so on. Oh, yeah. I said, I need my apologies now because it's Yikes the thing is, on a bike. Because <laughs> the thing is, right, there's several men who will sit there and try to, quote unquote, give you the game and all that kind of stuff. I don't mind that. It is what it is. The problem is... And I'll say it again, anytime a dude goes out of his way to talk so poorly about men as a whole, to just bang on the stereotypes of the worst parts of, you know, the worst, the worst portion of men and just stick to that and never big up men for real, for real, he got yeah. an agenda. He got an agenda. It's just that yeah. simple. It never takes women who be riding down on, you know. <laughs> women for not doing certain things but they don't get that same energy to men you know for doing shit that cause women to be crazy but yeah i feel you oh yeah so it's like it's a it's an agenda you see that it's a uh and yeah you're right um i was about to name a name but i ain't gonna say her name but that white girl that had all you black brothers fooled and y'all was sitting there big her up and riding with her only for her to turn out to be racist right um, but that's another story that I'll get into another day. Um, mark that down uh, for next for, topics. For sure, for sure. Let's let's um, get long. <laughs> Y'all giving us so much content. Oh Lord. Listen, keep please, please keep yeah. us in business. You hear me? Keep it coming. Uh, keep it coming. <laughs> but yes, um, Danae Jackson was a guest on the Dear Future Wifey show 
hosted by Latarius Whitfield. Man, that show was actually like shout out to him and, and that whole platform. Uh, he has a lot of different types of guests. Um, he's he's really like a stellar host in terms mm-hmm. of you know not just having good questions, not just creating good rapport um, in the middle of the episodes, but just his ability to go with the flow with everything, man. Yeah, top tier, bro. Top tier. Salute yeah. to you. Um, so we had her on there, and you know she got to finally speak her piece uh, in a safe space. So let's get into parts of that. So the part I want to jump into immediately, um, and no, it's not going to be in order, um, but the part I want to get to immediately from that interview is back to when Derek trotted her out as his, you know, um, redemption tour piece, right? So again, she had found out about the affair before the world found out. They were dealing with whatever they were dealing with. At the time, and people, again, were talking about her appearance, her being homely, her looking pale. Because now, when they seen the picture of what she looked like on this interview, all, now it's, oh, my gosh, she's flourishing without him. And or like I saw meme after meme, what it looks like after you leave a narcissistic abuser. You know, what it looks like when you get away from that man that's holding you down, da 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 Oh, she's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, this is what she wants to look like. This is what she was looking like this whole time. Or this is what was trapped Mm. under all that pain. So forth and so on. Okay, first and foremost, I, and I'll speak for me, never thought she was a bad looking lady in the first place. Um, was, Was that her best look? Obviously not. But if you catch most women at home, just you know as is that's not the most stellar version of themselves and i don't imagine you could have talked her into getting particularly dressed for that situation okay knowing that you know you already had to go through this you already had to find a way to get by to try to uh salvage your marriage but now you have to go while he's trying to explain this stuff in front of people like pretty much the world right and what she gave us the information she gave us in this interview was that at that point in time she was pregnant i don't know yes yes we're talking seven months i had no she was yeah none of us had any clue i don't miss shit and i didn't know about that she didn't look it. Somewhere between five and seven months. I probably mm-hmm. had to look at the interview again. But she was pregnant, like morning sickness the whole nine. Yeah. Pregnant. I don't think Which people understand. I'm going to go ahead and point the finger of judgment at all you motherfuckers who was talking about how bad she looked. Because you I don't raggedy know. Raggedy sons of bitches. Raggedy bitches. <laughs> Oh, oh, you motherfuckers. Um, yeah, nah, for sure. This is me judging y'all for judging her because like I said, at that point in time, I didn't think, I wasn't expecting her to come yeah. out and look her best self or the most stellar under those conditions. And though he did his typical, well, let me just throw on one of my sweaters, my tight sweaters. So you know what I'm saying? Tight with the muscles. Okay. You already know it. 
it was wow, the distraction he, he was trying to, you know, the distraction of attraction. That's what he was going okay. for. But wow, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. who in the fuck wants to get dolled up to sit in front of a camera knowing, again, let's just say now we know everything, right? But back then, from where we were seeing it, it's just an affair. It's one affair. Right. She knew more than we would ever know at this mm-hmm. point. And she mm-hmm. was like, she probably was like, what the fuck? What is, why? Why Why am I going to waste my time? Because she was going to be criticized and ridiculed either way. You know? Because she's stupid for staying. You know, mm-hmm. you you had to know this was going on. Like, mm-hmm. you you probably the reason why he did it. So she, was like, she probably was like, fuck this. I ain't going to win either way. So if I got to sit and be paraded in front of the world as a fool, I might as well look like one too. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go get dressed up to be still criticized. It doesn't matter what I do, what I put on, what I say, how I sit, how I look, how I act. It's always going to be me because people have already pegged him as like perfect, right? So she probably was like, man, fuck all y'all in a golly way. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it either. I wouldn't have done it either. And now knowing what we know about the situation in totality, it Y'all lucky she sat in front of that camera because that nigga would have been sitting on that couch by his damn self. All right. The fact that she did that showed how dedicated she was to trying to salvage her marriage and make it work. By then, she's probably already made the commitment towards, you know, like, okay, we'll work this out, whatever, whatever. Because as you said, she already knew more than we knew. This was just the first girl he got caught out there with at this level. Yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. Shit, no right? shit below sea level. Jesus but like Christ. you said, I, I didn't understand the part of criticizing her appearance, even with the limited part that we knew. But then, yeah, we see further on down the line, there's more cheating, right? So, okay, she probably knew about those two. You know what I mean? So you add all that kind of stuff in, and then we, you know, we have the hindsight of looking at that, but not only that, like I said, what she revealed on this interview on Dear Future Wifey, that she was pregnant. She was dealing with the pregnancy. And I don't care what your wife looked like, who she is. Think of the baddest female from top to bottom. She, in those rough days of pregnancy, will not look the most physically appealing. Like those dudes who'd be like, man, my wife was pregnant and even through what she was going through, the way she gutted it out, that's the most beautiful I've ever. Nigga, stop fucking lying, okay? Cut it out. Get off her dick, man. Like, (laughs) barely, probably, you can't bend over to tie your shoes. Like, come on, man. So you're not putting real shoes on your feet. You don't, if it ain't stretchy, it ain't workable. You can't see your lady parts. So half the time you like watching, showering, shit going to the bathroom. Hard. Like the shit you gotta deal with when you pre- and I've never been pregnant, but I've been fat enough to know what a pregnant person deal with. And it ain't it ain't <laughs> bitch. Listen, I oh baby that there's I listen, I tell her, and there are days where I'm like, I'm gonna take a shower and put sweats on, and I might not comb my hair for three days because I'm constantly working out, changing. So I can only imagine throwing all of that in the mix. And they already had kids, right? 
No, that was with their first. For some reason, I thought they had a kid already, but yeah, damn, that makes it even worse. No, no, you're right. They did have a kid at that point. They did have a kid at that point. So they yeah, had a kid. Like, they had one kid before that. You're right. Right. So now you're so, wrangling a kid and you're getting ready for another one. You parading me past your side pieces. And then you got me out here on camera looking like a fool. To try to save your business. To, to try I don't to think save. people understand. Like, literally, that's why she probably sat there and endured that shit. Because he's probably the breadwinner. So if his reputation gets jacked, then their lifestyle is jacked. Absolutely. She literally admits that during the course of the interview. Is that that's part of the reason she agreed to do it is because she understood like she was like you know at one point they had had the discussion about it however long ago and then one day he's pulling her to the side and she's seeing people she never saw before come to the house and this is this pr team these these camera persons these is you know i mean a makeup artist you know and he's like yeah i need you to come out here while i do this thing so forth so on and she was like well she realized that he had to do damage control to try to preserve his business because he was the breadwinner. She mentions how they had basically like a mansion that they lived in. And then he had like a condo that he, that he was in. doing dirt at. Yeah. And yes, was obviously doing dirt in there. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, to be able to afford that lifestyle that both her and her kids would benefit from on top yeah. of the fact that she had already decided to stay and work it out it's like yeah but like you said that would lend to why she don't have the energy to do much and why she's not doing this and that and the other and she's just sitting there like yeah i don't think people you know it's like people don't really understand and it's kind of like before i got married right i used to be like Oh, I'm not dealing with that. Oh, I wouldn't stand for that. Oh, that they could never. I'm not tolerating no shit like that when I get married. And you get married and you love a person and you try to love them through a whole bunch of shit that you wouldn't have dealt with otherwise. And sometimes that shit becomes a lot, but you keep dealing with it because you love them. And sometimes you keep dealing with it because you don't have another alternative. You don't feel like you can stand on your own two feet. You know that you can't afford yourself the lifestyle that you have been provided. So you, you, you stay and you dug it out, you know, through the thick of it all, you know, or you, you stay because you really love this person. And for her, it, I think it was both for her, right? I think she really did love him. But also Absolutely. I think she was like, damn, where do I go from here without him? Like, because I'm nobody without him. Don't nobody know who I am? Because I ain't going to cap. For a long time, I don't like this man, right? Let's just be clear. I don't listen to nothing this man say. I don't follow him. I don't subscribe to nothing he talks about. I think he's corny. <laughs> I don't think he's attractive. Like, but I'm a different type of individual, right? I'm not your average female. So oof, surprise, surprise. But <laughs> I did not even know he was married. That's the thing. For the longest, nobody did. So here's the funny part, because she speaks about that as well. So while he started building this empire up and whatnot, started building up on this, 
for the longest, he was talking her out of it. He was talking her out of the whole, you know, letting it be known that he has a girl. Letting it be known that, you know what I'm saying, he did get married. Because I forgot when you would say, like, they had a kid. So they had this kid, but they had this kid after she found out she was pregnant the first time. Come to find out that all the time before, they were not in an actual committed relationship. Excuse me. All the time before they got married, they were not in an officially exclusive committed relationship. Red flag, right? She should have known that. You would think so. But and I'm sure had... he spent it to say, well, if I tell the world about you, then people are going to criticize me for how you know I give advice as a single male. Because if you remember, when he first started giving advice, it was dating advice. When you're dating, when you're getting into a relationship with somebody, when you're looking for someone, when you're trying to work on yourself to be ready for, it was never when you want to commit a relationship and you move it towards marriage and you're, you know, you're married. And if you go it's look at this content, it's still, I'm about to say, if you go look at this content right now, it's still all single people shit. And I think folks, he knew he would have been less appealing to the female population had they known he was taken. Yep. Cause Yep. You know, because... let, me you, let me tell you, that's actually a thing. Back when me and Ace first, first started, back when we was just doing YouTube joints and Facebook, we, you know, we put out feelers like, you know, give us some feedback, you know what I'm saying? With the very first episode, give us some feedback, let us know what you think, so forth, so on. So we got criticisms here and there. Amongst one of the criticisms that he both, that we both received from different people, it was the is. fact that we mentioned our wives one too many times. We'd probably be better off. We'd probably be better off just talking in general. So it's not, so we weren't it, it, it advised to lie and say that we're single. But we that. were literally advised that we'll get more viewers if too handsome single appearing or available appearing men we're talking about these same topics how nuts is that it's completely and nuts who advised us not men we didn't get that from none of the brothers who we asked women yes women well, who already knew. women who <laughs> already knew we were married. Married. Well, I sure hope don't nobody hit your inbox talking about tell her stop talking about her husband. Cause I ain't. Cause y'all gonna <laughs> be in my inbox talking about some hey big head. No. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good day. Like I might not even answer your ass actually, but well, they, they should not play with me like that because that's my bro. So I don't know what y'all thought. I ain't doing no that too. That, and that is a fact. But yeah, that's crazy to me. Like I, I, that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy that y'all got. From women. A... Women were the only people who told us that. Literally, not one single dude said, dog, you don't think you get more viewers if, if the Jones thought y'all was available? Not one dude. What? I'm just going to say it, and y'all can say whatever y'all want about me, but y'all can't whoop me, so I don't care. Women are the shadiest fucking individuals on the face of the earth. 
they will do shit to other women that they don't want done to them and be crying but hurt behind closed doors about it. Because how could you ever be so disrespectful? But then it goes back to why they were dogging her out on the internet. Like, y'all have no loyalty to the female persuasion. And I think it's crazy. But then it goes back to like, why uh, women like me, right, get called pick-me's because we too honest. We, we, we keep a buck on both sides you know, a coin. Like, we hold everybody accountable, but we are pick me because we don't specialize in perpetuating your petty little feminine bullshit. That's not cool. That's why we out here having relationship problems as it is. Let's just be honest. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, so, and, and going forward in this conversation about Denea Jackson, it's that exact attitude mentality and conversation around this subject as to why she was accepting being a part of the side piece parade in a marriage. Like, ain't no, ain't no way. Yes, clap it. My husband will tell me, oh, well, um, so I got these other bitches that I'm about to bring through because this one do that that you don't do. This one like doing this and you don't like doing that. I like the way this one look. Oh, I love cuddling with this one. Y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> and again, you know, for me, it's like, okay, Demisha, but you you got money. You can stand on your own. You was independent before you got married, so you be good. It don't matter. Mm. All of that is acceptable because women are afraid of all the time, energy, and effort they put into a man to just back away from that, let somebody else slide in like light wind and take their place. Because, you know, women, they, they, get, they think we got a place. This, this is my place. I earn my said spot. That she said that too. You that know, she was so, not feeling to give up her place. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, listen, it ain't your place in your spot if you got to still compete. Because mm. as far as I'm concerned, bitches don't compare where they can't compete. Okay. So hard already know. You better go ahead and go on somewhere with that because I don't keep nobody where they don't want to be kept. And if I'm not keeping you happy, then Maggie. keep your ass away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like money bag beach. <laughs> money, we gotta add that to the name list. We gotta add that to money bag beach. Big you don't compete where you can't compare. Right. Listen, you can't compete where you can't compare. And we do know that in some instances, right? Men don't cheat always because the woman, the wife, the girlfriend you know, significant other, whatever, common law married couple isn't doing something enough right. Right, or right. something right or what they want. It's sometimes men like Derek Jackson, who, yes, I don't like to use this word a lot, but unfortunately, because it has been overutilized now that people are starting to figure out what the fuck it really is and what it means, but he's definitely a narcissistic abuser. He has narcissistic personality disorder. I can't specifically diagnose him, but I can tell you, he has narcissistic traits of some sort. 
Absolutely. So it doesn't matter what this girl did, does, will do, could do, should do, or would do. It will never be enough for someone like him. And mostly no. because you, you hoochies keep making him think he's better than what he is. So you have now made his head as big as my ass, which is why he indulges in certain activities and cheats on his wife like nobody's business because y'all 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 help fuel that fire by being in his comments giving him all kind of accolades that he don't deserve all kinds all kinds y'all literally they put him over the real guys that actually exist it's like oh well, well that like i said that's why i was like no i'm spitting a block for these apologies because y'all just talked about not just me but y'all talked about men like we was beneath him yeah. oh yeah you know he exposing y'all and that's why y'all mad you know this is only the guys who have something bad to say about him you notice it it must be must be uh what they say must be hit dogs hollering uh, da, 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 da. and it's like yo no we just see a shyster from a mile away the same way the women who complained about that white girl wasn't wrong they could see it a mile away Y'all can say what y'all want, but at least Kevin Samuel was fair across the board. He was eating everybody's ass up. At least he had went hard for years on men before he started out with women. And again, his platform changed because why? Come on, y'all. Exactly. Y'all got to be smarter than this. And exactly. like the Black delegation, we need to convene. And we need to <laughs> reconfigure how we fuck with one another because really what we're doing is we fucking up everything within our community because all this bullshit we letting people dump in our laps. That's real talk. Seriously. Because I mean, never in my life would I ever go against a female like y'all went against her. That was y'all garbage for that. Straight. Trash. Straight up. Basura. Like all y'all. Straight up. Every last one of y'all to talk bad about her straight up. Because I, I definitely live by the premise. I don't speak on situations like that because you never know what a person going through. You, I'm, I'm, I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know internally what's going on in. So I don't make no assumptions. Because you know what they say about assuming. I just said it the other day. I'm not assuming anything at all. Uh, like I said, I never understood why people made it a point to say anything negative about her when the whole point is, and it's like, damn, the nigga's still winning because now y'all bagging on Shorty, you know what I'm saying? Y'all bagging on her. You should be banging on him. He's the one. He's the villain. He's the one who put out this whole thing about who he is and what guys to stay away from, and he's the guy. He's, he's the, the guy. exact guy that he's telling y'all not worse, to deal with. He's worse than anything he ever warned y'all about. Yeah. He's literally because, worse. And, <laughs> because it was just an affair, right? And then here come another person. But now we found out through her, she, it's the yeah. whole harem of these hoes. Like, he, <laughs> he got a brothel. <laughs> like, it's a brothel of bitches. And she, 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 she pretty much, well, what do they call the, um, okay, the name, the, the word escapes me. The madam. That runs the brothel, pretty much. Damn near. Damn near. She Damn got the near. whole black book. <laughs> whole black book of bitches. 
This ain't funny. But again, you got to laugh, not to cry. Because who would have ever thought that this would have been the outcome of that whole fucking situation? Listen, dudes, dudes always knew he was on some shit. We always knew that one, it was money motivated. We knew that it was money motivated. And we knew that he was taking advantage of some of those women who bought into him so much because we could see in the comments. And and the reason we knew that is because we could see in the comments, right? The thirst that women always like to say men had, they was just as bad. Women literally, women who probably had men, right? Would up and leave they men for Derrick Jackson if given the opportunity. We can see in those comments, like it wasn't just, you know, oh, appreciating what he had to say. Oh man, he shed a light on this. Damn, a black man actually cares about women. Taking up for us. No, 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 there was that. There was all of that. But then there was always like the level of praise that went beyond admiration and went to like desire. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, y'all the ones that, those are the ones that now even still give him a pass. Like, that's the crazy thing. You would think after everything he did, that he'd be smoked. But still, yet and still, his videos get mm. amazing amounts hit. It just gets more hate on it now than ever before. But um, speaking of him still posting and thriving, right? So oh, Mother's Day man. wasn't too long ago. Mother's Day wasn't too long ago. Yeah, and he gave her a Mother's Day shout out. I can tell you, I personally, personally went in the comments to go see. Comments such as, that's a real man for you. Yo. Oh my God, Derek, these men could learn something from you. Uh, which, yeah, I bet you they could. Um, I don't think he wrote it. Word um, on the street is he didn't even spell her name right. He didn't. In the post, that's he did. I didn't read it because that's how much attention that. I don't give this nigga. So she said in the interview that she would have never noticed it because he previously had her blocked. Yes. For, so she wasn't tagged month. in a post. Right. It, okay. She wasn't even tagged in that post, which she wouldn't have been because he spelled her name wrong anyway. Um, Bitch, you can't spell my name right without having to type an at. In the first two letters of my name, you're you're toast. We're done. I'm gonna drag you through the mud. That was your wife. That was somebody you had kids with, and you can't spell her name right, dog. No, I don't want to hear autocorrect did it. I don't want to hear that, dog, because you should have texted her enough times in your phone to where auto auto uh the, the suggestion. Nari, stop. We stop. No, stop. No, listen, we listen, signed listen. a whole marriage certificate, my nigga. You can't spell my name? Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. But I'm saying there's literally no excuse. You can't even blame it on the computer. Because guess what? My wife does not have a common name. But I start to spell the first three letters. And guess what the suggestion does? It's fill in the rest. So there's literally no level, no level for you to go to where there's a reasonable excuse for how you misspelled her name wrong as somebody who was her husband for years and who was, well, whatever y'all called each other before that, since y'all wasn't apparently official. So yeah, just 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 further digs him into the whole that he should be buried. Nonetheless, like I said, women were showering praise upon him. You did see some women in there, you know, kicking his ass, 
Um, <laughs> if I cared, I probably would have been one of them women. You raggedy. Like the nerve of you. Um, some women even held the other women accountable. was like, y'all are the reason he could still do this. Mm-hmm. That y'all can't see through what this is. Yep. Again, perpetuating so, the cycle. Mm-hmm. And the so, poor behaviors. She said, as I, as I mentioned earlier, she was blocked. So she would have never seen it. It was that one of her friends saw it, found it to be incredulous that he had the nerve to do it and sent it to her. So yes, she noticed that her name was misspelled. She also noticed that he had said, he praised her for being there for the kids when he couldn't even be there for herself. So what she revealed in that is that that was him referring to her having a mental breakdown and attempting suicide. Right. Right. I knew about the breakdown, but I didn't know. Listen, we all saw that Joe where she had that rent. So we assumed that ain't going to She lie. was having a break. Like I, I'm like, the bitch just snapped. She's lost it. She's gone off the edge. She's off her rock. Yes, I absolutely assume she had the breakdown at that point, which was fair. I didn't judge her for it. It was, it's she fair. called people's kids bag like, lady, yeah, you like, are really I, pissed off. Leave the babies yeah, out of this. They ain't do shit to you. She At that point, yeah, she right, right right at that point, she was on some Tupac shit. My fofo, make sure all your kids don't grow, because I'm tired of y'all kicking me First in the off, head. First off, fuck your bitch in the click that claim. Right, like she was, she was ready to hit him up. She was ready to wet him up. Oh my god! And like I said, I can't necessarily blame her. Um, but nonetheless, like she mentioned that, so it's like, dog, you just don't let up. You just don't let up. So it's like other people are seeing that, and they're like, damn, he acknowledging. She's being accountable and still no. giving her her flowers. No. And it's like, no. He's being super narcissistic. Exclusive. He is covering his ass because she's pulling the curtain back on all his just covering your ass. It's not even just covering his ass. When he said that, it's exploitative. Yes. That's yes. what it was. He was you taking are... and using it for his game. That is I forget exactly. what the term is for that for a narcissistic person when they basically ah, smear campaign. That's what that is. Smear campaign. And although it doesn't seem like smear or smut, but you are putting her personal business out there. So now you're making her breakdown more plausible and for more conversation about, oh, damn, well, she's crazy and she tried to kill herself. Like, who wants to be with a woman like... No, 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 no. He didn't He didn't tell that part. She told that part in the interview. So nobody knew that. Nobody no, knew that. No, but, but going, but, you know, people always go back. They always circle yeah, 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 back yeah, and spin yeah. the block. So they got to analyze shit that was written. And, yeah, and yeah. he knew at some point it was going to come out. So he was setting the stage. You know what? I don't think he knew she was ever going to do this. I don't think he knew she was ever going to do this because he didn't seem to properly insulate himself from this. Because he has a God complex. It's not just that he's narcissistic. He, he has does. it to the point where he has a God complex and he feels untouchable. And with all these meatheads still paying for his seminars, I'm not surprised. But normally, 
That's one thing I find hard to believe, but you might be right. When dudes do shit wrong and they know that the bottom is going to fall out, that the wheel's about to come off, <laughs> damage control becomes, a, not just dudes, people too. Yeah. When they know that the shit is about to come out, damage <laughs> control to effect. The same way he called damage control in with that whole situation the first time that had her mm-hmm. on that couch. So if he knew that she was going to go on that show, because it's not like they were talking about it. She didn't, you know, she didn't need to give him permission. Because it came out of nowhere. Like, we just see the reels going up, like numbers going live. Repost going crazy. Right, she didn't need to get his permission or anything. Um, Fuck him, I wouldn't ask him for nothing. Himself enough. So I feel like, excuse me, so I feel like, yeah, he didn't know this was coming. Or if he did, he didn't think she'd go to all of the, you know, detail that she went to. Probably because she hadn't said anything before. So he was exactly. banking on her not saying nothing now. He was, and that's how I feel. That he was banking that even if she does speak her piece, she'll keep certain stuff in because it doesn't make her look as bad. It doesn't make no. her look as crazy. So okay. that also protects him. Uh, okay, because you took the words right out of my mouth. She's still protecting him, is what he thought he was going to get. Yeah. He thought he was going to yeah. get protection. He thought because she had been doing it. She been Ask doing. Ask me how it. I know. Ask me how I know. They're always right. shocked when the protection goes away. Absolutely. And it, and it, and it's just like you wake up one day and say, "Fuck this! I'm not protecting this person anymore." Because now I'm starting to get criticized, ridiculed. You know, mocked, made fun of, ran down on, side eyed, and you get you get tired of that shit. You get tired of it, and she got tired. She got tired, and I don't blame her because after a while, the shit gets to be too much to bear. Literally, quite literally. You know, and quite it's literally. like never have I, you know, I can say, oh, I was I was at her shoes, but like little shit, you like, okay, enough is enough. Like I done done this for far too long. This this ain't getting me no wins. This ain't favorable for me. So this shit ends today. And I think she just woke up one morning and was like, hey, somebody come do my makeup in my hair. Get, bring me a designer, a stylist, somebody. Hey. Funny you- enough. Funny enough that you mentioned that. That brings the piece back that I mentioned earlier when they talk bad about her, her appearance then. And then they've seen clips or pictures of her now and talk about, oh, how much she must be thriving to be without Derek. Now, before that interview, I literally had not seen her since then. But Lateris actually said that he wanted to make sure to get the best makeup artist he could find to beautify her to her fullest extent. So that they did a damn good job. Absolutely. So that they anything to talk about as far as her appearance, and they would have to focus on the message. So. Good job, Terrence, because you execute it very well. Absolutely, absolutely. So with that piece, I wanna I wanna give a little bit more context to it if I can. So while people are sitting there like, you know, oh well, this is what you look like when you're not with a narcissist. And this is gonna come off male and insensitive, but let's be honest. Your makeup version of you is not the best representation of you. That is enhancements. That is additions. It's not to say that it don't count for looking good, because it do. 
Mm-hmm. She looked like on that interview was fire. Okay, she looked really. She's pretty in her wedding picture. Her wedding picture, she looked pretty to me. You know, but wedding picture more than likely she was also made up. True. You know what I'm saying? Wedding pictures, yeah. You're nine times out of ten, you're made up. But I'm gonna always stand on it from a man point of view that your true beauty is how good you look without the makeup. That's why I tell people, with, if you're not naturally... Without all the enhancements. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen mm-hmm. people, not to be disrespectful, but we've seen people who look really good with makeup. You take the makeup off, it's like, fuck, oh! <laughs> who are you? I don't, I don't know this person. Like, what the fuck? Ooh, get out! Bring that shorty back. <laughs> you wearing two-piece? Who is this monster? Yeah, like, nigga, get out of here. Like, And it yeah. sounds like an exaggeration, but it's not. It's not, no. we've seen people who, who that applies to, who, you know what I mean? I joke about it and call it the Oprah Winfrey syndrome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, hey, I had a teacher in middle school. This woman came to school with no makeup one day. We was like, bitch, put it the fuck back on. Put it, put it the fuck back on. You look crazy. And she was super, super light skinned, like, super light. And we were like, that's the first time I said, I ain't know a light skinned girl could be ugly. <laughs> She had been wearing makeup for so long, but oh, yeah. I know light skin girls are the ugliest crazy. I mean, because here we go. Everybody think light skin girls are pretty, and I stand on the fact that I think most light skin girls are funny. That's why I tell people all the time. I think I'm very average. I don't wear makeup, and when I do, it's because it's for a special event or somebody is requiring that I wear it because I don't got time for it. The best thing I can do for you is make sure my eyebrows stay done. I will put lipstick or lip gloss on. And if I'm feeling fancy, I might put some mascara on and a brush of eyeshadow. But if you asking me to beat my face, I ain't going to beat your ass because that's a lot of work that I don't want to do. I will never just wake up every day and say, I want to put makeup on. No. But then I also am a female that thinks I look good without it. So the fact that you women ride down on natural women so much to where he felt like he had to go to that extent to make her look right. that appealing so that you guys would listen to what the fuck this girl was actually saying and, and hear past her looks. Y'all, y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. That but, he thought that the best way to to, to insulate her from being the bid was to focus on what her face looked like. It's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Y'all show but, shallow motherfuckers, man. Very, but we know the world is very shallow. So that doesn't surprise yeah. me. That's why I just said Joe. That's why I just said Joe. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I will say this in, you know, relation to all of that about her being the bid and her message being, you know, received and perceived in a certain way, I will say I am a little disappointed. Okay. In her. Talk to me. I mean, what? Talk to me. Because a couple weeks or so, shit. All right, maybe a month. Because this happened, what, about a month and a half ago? Mm -hmm. Right before Mother's Day, right around Mother's Day. So let's just be fair and say around the end of May. So maybe a couple weeks or so after the incident. Remember I sent you that uh, link? of her selling mastermind classes. And I was like, Missy, here's where I can't protect you. Here's where I can't stand up for you. 
here's where I can't fight for your right to be bashing this man. Because now to me, you look like him. You out here selling programs. Go ahead, give people the fool, give people the fool that might not know. So apparently she has now put out courses, mastermind classes or programs about dealing with narcissistic men, um, dealing with troubles such as the one she experienced in her relationship, how to build yourself and your brand around being with someone that is in the public eye and kind of like, let me tell you how not to be me and be better. And these Mm. classes are not cheap. They're like three, four, five thousand dollars. And I'm like, hold up, bitch. (laughs) Now, are you a victim or not? Now, and I know the world always tells people you got to capitalize on these type of things because you got to get going when the going is good and when you when the, you got to strike when the iron is hot. But I know if I'm looking at you crazy, when I literally was kind of like, damn, I kind of feel bad for Shawty. Then your, your interview came out. I'm like, damn, who knew? Now you out here trying to make money off of it. When green becomes the thinner of shit, then I'll start having an issue with it. Because like, you couldn't wait six months. Maybe, maybe just six months. You didn't even wait six weeks. So it's like, how long have you had this in the works? Okay, okay, okay. How long have you had this in the works? Because now, now we get the full picture, right? So we just saw the one instance of infidelity then we saw somebody else come out so now it's an affair it went from a infidelity of a time or two to an affair to now a parade of side pieces is what i keep calling it right because i just ain't no way in the world i'm passing another bitch on the steps heading from the bedroom after she didn't left that ain't gonna happen so it's like how the fuck long has this been going on and when did you decide you were going to capitalize on teaching women how to deal with these instances? Now you're looking like him to me because mm. him doing that video was him capitalizing on, oh, but I fucked up. But let me tell you how I can make it better. Let me tell you what you do to bounce back from these situations. Let me tell you how you recalibrate your relationship and, and take accountability for the mistakes. So now y'all look crazy. Both of y'all look crazy to me. Not, so let me, ask you, mm-hmm. let me ask you this question. Is it wrong to profit off your own pain? Because he clearly profited off her pain. Mm, no, but it's not. It wrong for her to profit off her own pain. It's not. It, and I would be, it would be clear hypocrisy if I say she shouldn't do it, right? But you know me, I'm all about optics. And I know most people could give a fuck about that. But baby, like, man, you move fast. Like, literally, all this shit happened between the top of May and the end of June. And here you are with programs ready to fire off. When I've been trying to put together programs for my business for two years. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm teaching somebody how, like, a mastermind. But this is why, you know, this whole the game should be sold, not told thing irritates me. But 
it's like, I'm trying to understand, like, was this all part of the play? Like, was was this the move the whole time? Mm. It mean, does. It, it, it does beg the question, you know, if you really look into it, like you said, at what point did you decide that this was going to be the play? Right. Like, because my clearly, thing is, before you agreed to Lateris interview, you had had it in your mind that this yeah. was something you were going to do. So it's almost like clearly. he was her free promo to me. That interview was her free promo for people to feel sorry enough to say, let me hear more of what you got to say. Oh, uh, the women is in her situation. Let, let me get some guidance and game from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. And it, it's not anything to make light of, but a mental breakdown, a self-harm attempt or whatever, you know, it was, you know, you, you being removed from being able to, as he said, be there for yourself and you got children. Like, I know a lot of people, either she, either her God got her real good, she got her back, and she's a strong soldier, but Nari, you can't tell me within three to six months of all of that happening, you are just so good to where you can stand up in front of a group and teach classes about this shit. I still have conversations about issues that I deal with, and I barely can get through a full conversation without crying. And I'm a thug. Like, what are you talking about? I'm a gangster. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, so, so for me, but again, it's always all about- She's going to cry in them classes too. She's going to cry yeah. in them classes too. Yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, anything to sell, you know. <laughs> you don't have to not cry. She can literally break down and start weeping. Weeping. Not weeping. In while teaching these courses, and the women will weep with her. All um, that'll do is come off as more authentic, more genuine. Yeah. Yeah. All that will be proud. Because she definitely now it's disingenuous. So to you, she looks disingenuous. Like, to and, me, to somebody to me. Buys, and to somebody who buys into it, she looks super authentic. Because She'll be doing this and in the midst reliving her pain. And then somebody will be like, man, I feel that. You're right. Because it makes <laughs> her look more human. Yeah. And humanity it, is relatable. It definitely humanizes her. I will say that. She's smart about that. So it, yeah, it makes her relatable at this point and it makes it realistic. It, it, it takes her out of the realm of being the bid, the butt of the jokes, you know, the brunt of all of the bullshit and it puts her in the oh damn, we feel sorry for you. Oh man, what can we do? Buy your programs? Got it. You, We know you got a new life to start for yourself. But it's the hurt women, the women who've been hurt in the way she has. That's where the bread comes. It's not even just the people who feel bad for it. It's the people Listen. who've been hurt like her and don't have their own therapist that they go into don't have their own strong enough support system that they can rely on to help get them through it. The people who sit here and I hate to say this because we podcast, but the people who sit there and depend on podcasts 
opinions and points of view to live their lives. These are the people who are going to run to her seminars because they're not taking the proper steps to work on their own self-healing. And this is a exactly. shortcut. I, I, I'll what, be honest, it's a shortcut. It is. So, and what do we always are, say about this type of stuff? Hurt people hurt people. And it doesn't always mean someone hurt is doing something hurtful to you. Someone that's hurt and is passing you a certain type of message might be hurtful to you because it's not the message you need to be receiving. That might not be how you need to deal with your healing, your trauma, you know. And again, listen, we'd be talking shit. We, we literally be on here conversing. We are yeah. talking about topics that spark conversation between our podcast group. And we just want to give our thoughts and perspectives, you know, maybe personal viewpoints and opinions, but the opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. So please don't take my opinion at face value because it's my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. And we can agree to disagree. I'm cool with that. I've learned to find art of that, but please, oh my God, figure your shit out before you go trying to tell people how to figure their shit out. That's all I'm saying about her. I, I get it. I don't mind you going out there saying, ladies, that's what I dealt with. Motivational speakers do it all the time. We know some Absolutely. of these motivational speakers be on bullshit. Absolutely. <laughs> but ma'am, I need you to take a sit down, just pause for the cause, just for a minute, and make sure what you are putting out there and pushing, you know, and perpetuating that agenda is fully thought out and expelled to the public properly because. That's important. I don't, think, I don't think you really realize who you're dealing with. Like, what type of therapy have you gone through to really understand who you was married to? Well, she said she did, she did, you know, get a therapist and stuff like that. And when. as much as we advocate, I forget how long she said she had, but as much as we advocate for therapy, as much as we advocate for therapy, it is not the end-all be-all. It does not, not fix you. What it is is a tool to help you fix yourself. And they give okay. you tools and they give you references and it's recommendations. It's like, exactly, and the resources. And, so if you're not doing the work. Use it properly. That's only if you use it properly. Because I know some fucked up people who go to therapy routinely. Okay? I know some people who don't miss a therapy session for nothing and somehow find themselves still making these same mistakes find themselves the still repeating the poor behaviors that had led them to feel like they need a therapist in the first place. And so as much as we advocate the cycle, your, your therapist <laughs> can't aid you on things you're keeping from them. And even if they the know you're keeping from them, even if they can tell that you're not telling the whole truth. That's why it's good to get a real therapist. So far, and they can only challenge you, but so far, because even if they say, well, don't you have something else you need to say? I feel like there's more that you're not saying. They can't do anything if you won't say it. Yep. yep. You can continue to lie to them the same way you lie to They're going to keep taking your money. Money. Yeah, they're just going to keep taking your money. And you're going to find yourself Hell. not improving. Hell, you might even run into a therapist that refuses to take you any further and says, well, maybe you should find yourself another therapist you want to spend your I money on. I've seen it happen firsthand. 
Like, I was like, oh, I didn't know, like, that was a thing. It is. It is. And it absolutely I, is. Yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, shit. Like, they can We've come that. to the journey. We've, we, I know one therapist personally that told somebody, listen, we've come to the end of our journey. Yep. Um, one, I, I, the therapist that I, the situation in which that therapist told, you know, said person, um, I suggest you find you another therapist. I can give you some recommendations yep. for some, you know, African-American males, but I can no longer therapize you in reading my notes. I put two and two together and, you know, yep. my focus is on this and yours is on that. So we just not. But you, you got some therapists that are going to continue to take your money. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Like, some don't some just like, all right, easy check. Yes, easy check. Keep I'm having a- this little pity pack conversations every week. We can do this. You might yeah. easy client. I may get the last client of my day. That way I don't got to work too hard. On, like, but whatever. That's, that's another topic. But yeah, it, it it's the you trying to therapize other people for me. Because I feel like that's what she called herself trying to do. Okay. You know, okay. I mean? you're not qualified for that. I don't, I don't care what you've been through. That's like me talking about I'm qualified to tell people about X, Y, and Z because I've been through A, B, and C. So let me help you with elemental P. No, I'm not qualified. I can just tell you my story. Yep. And maybe it'll resonate with you. Maybe you maybe can connect and maybe it won't. You know, but so maybe that's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's a fact. And, 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 and that's the thing that I didn't hear her say is that she took leadership courses. Or that she took any kind of training to do this sort of thing. And I yep. think that that's the key piece, not just, okay, you're going through therapy and it helped you lead there. It helped you learn how to live life without there. It helped you, you know, find yourself, all of which are great things for her. But now that you're going to have these courses where you're like, like me said, charging up to 5k. Like. Jesus. You are not only, and, and I got to go back and repeat what Nish said about hurt people hurting people. You could be hurting you too. Like, you could be setting yourself back That's- because you're not ready to live these experiences for all these dates that you have lined up. Yep. Because yeah, so you're going to get giving quality on, content to people. You're giving wrecks on wrecks on wrecks, and you might get, you might fall in love with that energy you might fall in love with that power you might fall in love with that bread that now you get to be your own breadwinner now there's literally nothing somebody like Derek can offer you because you have your own mansion and you can afford your own condo and you can afford to do all these things for your kids that his money did you literally could start out earning the brother brother you know brother he a nigga uh, you can start I, out earning i'm gonna it. say you better than me because i call him a bitch ass nigga but he definitely top b-a-n um top b-a-n <laughs> and a p-a-n okay i'm going too far now i'm going too far now and a f-a-n um and a f-a-n nigga like he every he every a-n you can think of just add a little that's a because um, yeah, I just heard it in my head and I'm like, man, give me that shit back. You <laughs> nice. I was like, you being too nice. Being too nice. You owe you owe him that slander. You owe it to him. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Listen, oh. I dunk on him hard as shit. But um <laughs> oh my nuts, nigga, all on your back. Okay. <laughs> Violation. But no, like 
now that she end up in that position, she could lose herself because truth mm-hmm. be told, money can help somebody lose themselves anyway. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. But you add money that's being gained by having to revisit your own pains, your own worst days. Like yeah. you're going to be telling these stories to other women and it's no way to not to be completely disconnected from it. Now you're healed yeah. when you can connect to it, but it doesn't have the hurt still attached. Exactly. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? That's, you know, that's at the, the end of the day, is it worth it? Is it worth it? That's a great question. Is it worth that's it? That's a great question. That is a great question. You, you now I'll have ask. kids. Who, who Fact, have I don't to even meet. want to go past that question. I don't even want to go past that question. You're right. You're right. We, yeah. I think that's really a good place to put Look, the pin in it. Topic, is it worth it? What's worth it all? I think that's really a good place to put a pin in it in terms of that's something, of course, we can't answer, but she has to answer. And something, you know, listeners and viewers, think about it if you ever find yourself in a similar position to where you can, you know, profit off your own pain or profit off, you know, things that hurt you in the past or poor experiences or whatever it is. Um, If you're ever in that position, you know, be prepared be prepared because it comes with a lot and you know yep. you have to actually be able to have healed first before you go out to help everybody else otherwise like it's like a cut right you know you you got a wound all right I got stitches or whatever and you've reached to go help this person and you bust your stitches now you bleed and you're getting your blood on them that's not really helpful yeah <laughs> that's not a good and look. you gotta keep going back to the doctor to get stitched up now you're wasting time and money and energy and effort because you're not doing okay. the work to let the stitches dissolve because you're healing. Like, yeah, we're not about to get philosophical on these niggas today. Right. right. So just 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 take that part with y'all. If nothing else, if nothing else, um, take a couple of things with y'all. Heal before you go help everybody. Um, stop judging people right off rip. You know what I'm saying? Stop oh. judging people, you know, like because of what they look like. Um, Mm -hmm. some looks is goofy, some looks is simple, some looks is out of control. And it's one thing to just consider that as itself, but it's not an indicator of who the person necessarily is. Because some of you pretty people are the ugliest people I've ever met in my life. Y'all attitudes, y'all souls, y'all thought processes, y'all mentalities, the way you treat people, y'all some ugly motherfuckers. Yep. Some of the flyest Mm -hmm. people is pieces of shit. So, um, you know, let's, let's keep that in order. And, um, was there anything else that I feel like was a takeaway that I, I, that needs to be passed on y'all? I got one. Heal from your hurt. For sure. For (laughs) sure. For sure. And like, yeah, just extend grace. I think that, that, that's a big one. Extend grace. That's true. Cause we, we, and the grace you made something, please. We're so we're so fucking relentless these days. Oh yeah, there was one more. Stop buying into the bullshit, okay? Look at the situation. Look at look at. Uh, I'm sorry, I've known people be like, you know, uh, the messenger doesn't matter as much as the message. Yes, sometimes actually it does. There's it a does. lot of times where it matters because that ten that that taints the whole purpose. The of message. The message. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yes, sometimes you really need to evaluate the messenger to see if they're qualified. This dude 
who was telling y'all all about how to be happy and get respect from women who you thought was single, it doesn't make sense. This woman who is out here telling women how to be wives and gonna open up a wife school, but she's in her 30s, focusing on her career and doesn't even have a boyfriend. Like, see it. Make it make, it make sense. Jesus Christ, y'all can't be this slow. See it, okay? Evaluate the messenger too, damn it. On behalf of <laughs> A.C. That's my brother, that's who you always be. On behalf of Mimi, the goddess, aka Moneybag Mish. <laughs> and your favorite coaches, favorite coaches, I always say, man, be smart, be careful, be respectful, be patient. That includes with yourself, be flexible. Be kind to as many people as you possibly can. I know some people won't allow it. That's cool. Just be kind to those who will. But most importantly, y'all, be kind to your damn selves. All right? Yes. This has been Life Be Lifing. Thank you. Like, share, subscribe on YouTube, on the Instagram, on the Facebooks, wherever you see us. Show us Turn some love. Turn it up for us. Return it. All right, y'all. Y'all stay safe and stay dangerous. Definitely stay dangerous.